Welcome to Zen One Podcast, a place where we can feel a little bit more connected with one another. And um, I'll be joined by Rhonda, Julie, and John today. We're going to discuss side hustles for dental assistants. Um, so if everyone can just go by uh, one by one and tell us um, your names and um, just some more information about yourselves. Go ahead, Rhonda. Okay. Uh, I'm Rhonda. Jules just kind of did half of it for me. Uh, Rhonda Holman, 20-year plus dental assistant. Um, I am... I'm, I work in a general practice and I'm the, the airway advocate for the practice. So I focus a lot on, um, you know, connecting the signs and the symptoms with our pediatric and our adult population. And uh, I am above passionate about our career field. Like it's almost obsessive, which is okay. Cause I didn't have anybody that was obsessed, obsessed about it when I was coming up. And I figured right. now if Jules and I just double down on all of the obsession that we have, we can really make an impact. And wow. take it away, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Julie. Um, I'm a dental assistant of over 28 years. I'm currently in a general practice also. Um, I do lots of things. I try to help as much as I can and educate myself as much as I can and do things to help our profession out a little bit better. And um, I like to craft and art and make things. And that's my little side hustle. That's incredible. I'm so happy to have you guys back on here. Last time I got to go, um, Tiger was joined uh, by you guys. Um, So this is just so exciting. Um, I'm adding back John so he can share a little bit with us. Um, We're just waiting for him to connect. I think he's just having connection issues or something's going on. I'm going to send him a message in the chat. Oh, there he goes. There he is. There he is. Back on, back on. Yep. That's awesome. I think all of us have a lot to share. So I'm a dental assistant myself. Um, so I, I will share a little bit of like what I know my friends have done as far as side hustles. And I'm sure you guys know way more than I do, but a little bit. Okay, yeah, there. yeah. Hey, John. He frozen? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Ask him, can you hear us? Oh, Emily is here from France. Hi, Emily. I'm so glad you can make it today. Hi, Emily. Is- oh, yay. We, so did, awesome. we did a podcast or a, a webinar earlier, and we had a lady from Kenya there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I know. I was like, aw. Is no, she a dental assistant? Yeah, yeah, she's a dental assistant in Kenya, and she wants to know more about infection control. So she joined That's us. That's incredible. Was really cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Wow. Well, Emily loves to learn about um, dental assisting and just the way dentistry works in the United States. She was on one of our webinars earlier um, this month when we had the International Reflection. So, Emily, we're happy that you're here again uh, joining us in the chat. John, you're, uh, I don't know, you're frozen all the time. I don't know if you can hear us. Can you say something? No. All right. Well, we'll get started. Um, let's hope that John can connect. <laughs> oh, okay. We can hear you now. We can hear you now. Yeah. I don't know. He disappeared again. 
All right, guys. So let's just get started. Um, let's uh, let's start talking about um, all this big topic of side hustles for dental assistants. So, um, Rhonda, since you were the first one to give us an intro on yourself, we'll be picking on you to be the first one just to share some things with yeah. our uh, viewers today. Okay. So um, I'm not alone when I say that almost every dental assistant has more than one job. Not just within our career field, you know, at the practice, but a lot of us venture out to make side money, right? You know, just to compensate our income because the passion doesn't pay the bills and sometimes you need a little bit more. So I remember when I first started assisting, I would waitress at night. So mm -hmm. I would get off of my shift at the clinic at five and start my waitressing shift at 530. And then um, I ended up picking up other jobs on the weekends. And um, once I realized that, you know, I wanted to have children and settle down, but I still had this desire to keep hustling, uh, I realized that technology, you know, because I'm 40, but technology caught up with my need to fill that void. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of opportunities, whether you're crafty or you want to be like a a third party seller, or you want to have a craft that people pay you for, there's so many opportunities to keep your day job as a dental assistant, and still be able to provide for your family with extra income doing different things. Uh, so now um, I sell ultrasonic toothbrushes and whitening strips. Um, I'm a face painter, uh, which is kind of slow wow. right now, considering you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not supposed to, you know, we just yeah. haven't gotten there. So Oh, gosh. So right now, um, you know, there's some jobs that don't pay money and people are filled that way, whether you volunteer for your church or like I'm the PTO president for my school, my kid's school. And there's it's just that that need to give back and do more. And, and if you can find something that fills both of those boxes, not only extra income, but that fulfillment thing, then right. I mean, I just I think there's skies are the limit. I mean, just because you're a dental assistant during the day doesn't mean you can't do something at night. Wow. I love that, Rhonda. Thank you so much for sharing. I think all, all of us um, who are watching right now, all the dental assistants, we're learning so much. Um, you know, I totally agree with you that you brought up an excellent point that, you know, I, I love dental assisting. It's honestly like my entire life and the patients, they just become your family, you know? And so I, like, I'm not willing to give that up. Like, it's so hard to, you know, and the same thing, like you mentioned with like the financial standpoint, it's just hard to, um, have a family and then at the same time not have a side hustle but you know you love your career so you gotta just keep going and i i love that so thank you so much for sharing julie what about you no oh, well you know like i said i i do it because i enjoy working um right. and even though i've had you know I've done lots of things. I speak, I've coached, I worked mm -hmm. in a practice, I teach infection control, I taught dental assisting, mm -hmm. but I always, I've always had two jobs at the same time. I think it's because mm -hmm. we can't sit still and our brains are always going, 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 yes. going, going. And like, mm -hmm. what can we do next? And, you know, we have to keep busy and all this downtime we have right now, we're yeah. not, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I think I've painted everything in the house. Now, what do I got to do? So it's really, you know, I've made some candles now. I'm into candle making. So it's, you know, I think we're always, you know, we're good hard workers. That's what I think. We have really good hard working and, you know, we're, you're never going to get anything sitting on your butt and, you know, your life, you know, you got to make it the what you want. So things aren't going to come to you. You got to go out and get them. So, 
Yeah. That's so true. Oh my gosh. Very true. John, I'm going to add you back. Let's see if this works for like the fifth time. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try again. Just give us a moment. There you go. John. I wonder if it's yes. his internet connection. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Is he in the basement? Hello. <laughs> John, are you in the basement? I'm in the basement actually right now. But thankfully I have a great connection here. John, we can hear you. Can we? Can we can see you? Can you say something? I yes, I um, I was yeah. able to, uh, I jumped on my phone for whatever reason. My iPad was being difficult, so um, okay. I figured, I'd, figured I'd try it out from the phone. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for being flexible and switching over. So we just had Rhonda and Julie share a little bit with us about them. Um, you know their names, uh, what they do as far as side hustles and all that fun stuff. So, um, can you just jump in and share with everyone um, your name? Well, we know it's John. You know we have to say like, hey, John can't connect. So everybody knows. <laughs> so you're famous. Um, just uh, go ahead and share with us a little bit about yourself and your side hustle. Uh, well. I'm sad I missed Julie and Rhonda's because uh, you know, I don't know much about them. So you know, <laughs> oh, been, no, been, hey, let's do it again. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I'm yeah we can take what we can. I'm just kidding. We get to talk a lot, so uh, you know it's yeah. it's always good to hear it again, though, because uh, these two are are truly inspirational. Not to everyone mm -hmm. else, but it, even to myself. So I'm, I'm thankful every day that um, our our paths have crossed. Uh, honestly, I. It it makes me feel good today, right? No, our peckers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minus, well, Julie's questionable because of her, 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 her teams uh, definitely makes things questionable. So uh, I'm a male assistant, of course. So mm -hmm. typically that's whenever people, that's the first thing people want to know. Why a male assistant? So uh, mm -hmm. basically... My recruiter talked me into it. I mean, that, what can I say? You know, I, um, my father wanted me to join the Air Force and I needed a skill set. So according to my ASVAB scores, medical seemed like a good fit. And mm -hmm. uh, the recruiter kind of threw this out and it made sense. You know, I thought dentistry was safe. Of course, now I'm questioning it, right? With everything going on. but <laughs> um, Different time. Yeah. <laughs> But overall, I mean, we'll we'll get back to where we were. But uh, you know, mm -hmm. for the most part, I thought stability—not necessarily, um, you know, health safe. I just thought stability. Hey, people always need their teeth worked on, and it, it's a good career field. So that's that's how I even ended up in this field. So uh, from there, working in offices, you know, dental assistants. Obviously, we feel mm -hmm. that we don't, we don't get paid enough. We're underpaid. So uh, that starts, <laughs> you know for those of us with those ambitions leading into other avenues of how do we make more money? What can we do? What can we do to better ourselves and our families and our situations? And that's what starts opening up these doors of side households and businesses. And that's where we're at today. So, um, you know, for me, I, my team, we talk about, we, we sell ultrasonic toothbrushes, whitening strips, and, uh, that company is actually evolving to, they want to do more with hygiene products. So uh, they've recently launched into uh, UV lighting. So the wands, the boxes, with everything going on with COVID-19, they recognize that there's a need for those products. So uh, they're 
kind of pivoting and you know that that's what i like to see i don't like to see a company that just kind of focuses on one thing i tell people all the time right now with with this big scare it's those companies that are adapting those are the Mm -hmm. ones that are going to thrive and survive Mm -hmm. you know it's uh we have a local company here we have a local company here in pittsburgh Mm -hmm. i saw in the news they made backpacks out of uh recycled plastic and what did they do instead of shutting down they started making face mask shields so Mm -hmm. you know that's a great model Mm -hmm. for the company so that's what uh that's what i like about this company they're they're now going to instead of all dental they're they're going to be known as hygienico and they're going to be offering a lot more products that that cover health overall not just focusing on oral health wow that sounds so inspirational john you can't forget the kicker is um dental assistants are their go-to affiliate Oh. You know, yeah. not a lot of people focus on dental assistants. A lot of them say, oh, you know, like uh, there's certain toothbrushes. I won't name names, mm-hmm. but it was just dental hygienists. So it was up until last year where only dental hygienists were allowed to sell or endorse the product to get, you know, oh. fees from it. And, okay. um, and it's the first company that I know of that said, hey, you guys, dental assistants, you're underserved as far as opportunities to make money outside the practice. How mm-hmm. can we focus on you? Because we know there's more of you than there are dentists and hygienists. Mm-hmm. And we know that Very the patients true. truly listen to you and mm-hmm. they trust you. And, and, and we have enough experience and knowledge to know when something is good and when something is bad. So I thought that was, I was, that was really cool. Part of it is, is you know, we're talking about dental assistants and side hustles. And, and if you yeah. find a company, no matter what it sells, that puts value mm-hmm. in you, it makes you that much um, more adapt to succeed in that avenue of sales or whatever it is. Yeah, Rhonda's absolutely right. And, uh, see, this is why Rhonda's such a good teammate because she caught that right away. <laughs> yeah. They, they do. We, we, have a, we have a dental assistant private group and they reached out to us. And that's one of the first things that, that they said that, that caught our attention. Yeah. They, they said, we realized how much interaction you have with patients patients talk to you right yes yes this other mm-hmm. company they focus on the hygienist talking to patients but they also realize how much an assistant over the course of time not necessarily just a six-month profi that you do engage with a patient so um you know that they, they they like that relationship and they like that trust so that's why they started reaching out to us to begin with so um you know, that, that's definitely one of the intriguing things of why we even wanted to work with this company. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. John, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. Um, it actually brought, when, when Rhonda was talking about all this right now, it brought me to my next point and I had a thought, what about that phrase we hear so often? I'm just a dental assistant. Like, can we talk about this right now? Like, I don't know. I just thought about it and want to talk to you guys. Well, I yeah. think it, for me personally, I think I've witnessed it so many times. Yeah. Sometimes dental assistants mm-hmm. can be like a beaten dog, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's they're they're abused. You know, the dentist will say, yeah. Oh, I could, I could train a monkey to do your job. And, you know, if you hear that enough and you don't stand up for yourself, it, it can, it can take a toll on you. And I think that mm-hmm. some assistants, that's why they use that expression. And, you know, 
Rhonda, Jules, and I, we certainly go out of our way the second someone says that they posted mm -hmm. to say, don't ever think like that. You, you know, you, you right. provide great service. You're great at your job. Mm -hmm. don't, don't think negatively like that. Maybe just because you've been told that and that, yeah, yeah, monkey, I'd like to see a monkey do my job. But, <laughs> but I, I think that's, I think that's where it stems from. Like they, they get told oh, that definitely. So yeah. Oh yeah, they, they told that so many times that they want to believe that, and it's not the truth at all. Wow. Well, yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, Julie, do you have anything to add on to that? No, I just think we have to place value in ourselves. And mm -hmm. if one office is not working for you or finds your value or knows your value, then it need, you need to find another office. Because if you truly love what you're doing and love being a dental assistant, You'll right. know if you're the right fit or not. So you really just need to pick up and move or, you know, go to them mm -hmm. and say, hey, look, I, you know, want to be more. Why can't I have, you know, more education and, you know, mm -hmm. know more things and do more things and, and, and invest in, have them invest in you. If they don't invest in you, then it's time to find an office that will. And if you really, truly don't love it, I say go find something you love doing, you know, whether it's working mm -hmm at Target or Walmart or, you know, being a CN, you know, go to school, back to school, be a nurse. I mean, there's tons of things. You just have to love what you do. You shouldn't be stuck in a job that you don't love to do. You don't want, you don't look forward. If you have to get out of work and say, oh, I have to work again, then it's not the job for you. Oh, any job. What is that? Yeah. It says you'll never work a day in your life if you do what you love. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and to piggyback off of what Jules just said, it's, um, instead of asking for a raise, ask for mm -hmm. more jobs. So right. a lot of dentists have X amount of dollars allocated to that dental assistant position, regardless of who fills right. that position. This is in my business budget. I pay this amount for my hygienist, this for mm -hmm. my admin team. So when you're ready to ask for, say you're not quite prepared to jump into a side hustle and you mm -hmm. want to, you know, start at home, say, I want mm -hmm. more jobs. What does that look like? I want to be your... Um, your PR director. I want to be boots on the grounds. I want to go do um, ground marketing or like with me, I was like, can I run your social medias? And they're like, yeah. And then that just opened up a whole new door. Once I had to learn how to do it for my practice, then I could do it for me. And that evolved into different businesses and different ways that I can financially bring in more income outside of the practice. But I think it's super important. Instead of asking for a raise, say, Hey doc, yeah. I want more job. What mm -hmm. else can I do for you mm -hmm. outside of my current job description that can make me more money with your business? It's a great way. I mean, people just don't even think of asking it like yeah. that. No, it's super rare. Uh, what other, you mentioned, um, like, what else can you do? So social media, what else can dental assistants do within their practice to expand their skill set? This is Jules. She's going to tell you what she did. Well, there's a lot. I mean, they can do, they can become the infection control coordinator. There's um own the OSHA, you know, part of it. They can talk about being more for treatment, treatment, know more about insurance, mm -hmm. uh, skill sets, different things with the latest in technology, you know, become mm -hmm. very proficient at it. Um, with CAD CAM dentistry, there's so much out there and a lot of the offices have it and are getting scanners and and stuff and don't be afraid of it just dive right into it so and ask about it instead of the doctor telling you you know just go ask about it there's a ton of stuff that they can do inside their practice that can help grow it you yeah, know i mean but we've got mm -hmm. dental assistants that make commission off of their invisalign 
treatment plans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they are literally leading the way in whatever program they're working in. Like I'm the airway advocate. I'm mm -hmm. the only assistant designated towards that clientele. Or you mm -hmm. have the Invisalign um, leader, or you have the one who you just does something above and beyond mm -hmm. um, to bring in more revenue for that practice. And, and there's lots of ways the dentist can take, can deal with that financially. It could be, you know, added on to their a regular salary. It could be like a bonus system. It could be, you know, you go and you get like, right. like when you sell a car, what's the commission commission. Mm -hmm. um, so, exactly. I mean, there's just a right. lot of, a lot of doctors, um, maybe they haven't been taught that we can do more than what mm -hmm. they thought we could do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, that's, that's a great point. You know what? Theresa actually jumped in here and she said assistants can do marketing other than just social media marketing. Teresa so. runs a couple practices. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, do you want to join us, Theresa? We can add you on if you she's want. She's in the car. I don't know if she can. Oh, she's in the car. Okay. No problem. Well, if you, if you, uh, you know, get to your destination, you want to join us, just jump in the chat. Let me know. I can add you in. Um, these are all great points. John, do you have anything to add on to this? Um, what else can dental assistants do within their office? I know Julie mentioned so many different options, but maybe there's something that um, we left out. Um, well, they both made excellent points. Uh, mm -hmm. One thing, you know, one of the great things about us connecting all over is with these groups, you get so many ideas. You get the creative right. juices flowing mm -hmm. so you can see hey our office isn't doing this and it's working well mm -hmm. in this office why don't i research it um you know whether it's it's whitening strips or or the toothbrushes or just another product in general like you know so many offices they don't even offer any types of products so now your yeah. patients are you know that's so much money left on the table because your patients are going and, and buying these products elsewhere so as a dental assistant research that bring it to your office and you know even if it's something like invisalign and say hey i think that our office would benefit from this product um yep. you know and and certainly work out these commissions like ron is talking yes. about because mm -hmm. um you know i used to work at an office that every time we sold a, a whitening like we got paid per arch so oh. you know if you're talking to your patients that day they're coming in for a first time visit they say hey i'm interested in whitening now right. you're taking the impressions and, and you're getting a bonus based on that if they're doing the the whitening gels or if you're selling mm -hmm. uh, strips, whatever it is. You know, I would mm -hmm. just suggest right away, hey, I'm going to bring this to the office. I think we should do some kind of commission system because if you're just bringing it out to the office, that's yeah. great. But I think it eventually, the excitement eventually will fizzle if that just becomes part of your routine and your salary's not changed. Yeah, it's a head game for sure. Wow. Um, I'm sorry, one second. Theresa actually said that she's in the car waiting the, for the fire alarm to stop at Walmart so I can join for about 15 minutes for another fire truck. <laughs> wow. All right. Hey, Theresa, I'm going to add you in, okay? I just give me one second. Here she's we go. Funny. Wow. I wonder what's, I hope everyone's okay. It's crazy. So I'm just waiting for you to accept. It says uh, waiting for Theresa to accept. Yep. There we go. Oh, hi. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Can you hear us, Theresa? There we go. And I'm here. 
her face. <laughs> determined. Determined. She just wants to go inside Walmart. <laughs> no, Theresa, we can't hear you. I uh, turned on your microphone, but for some reason, we can't hear you. If you can hear us, can you just wave? No, I think she may have bad connections. Yeah. So. You yeah, know, she's I, as we're, she's we're sitting here thinking about, you know, I, there's a million yeah. of uh, jobs. John and I have seen it. And so, you know, like on the, in the worldwide group, um, you know, like dental assistants are working for Lyft and Uber and Uber Eats. Yeah. Like, Jules, mm -hmm. you've seen it where like all of these assistants didn't think they could do other stuff, but because they company do their stuff, yeah. Yeah. wild. That's yeah, so I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say I had a couple of my friends reach out to me and uh they told me, you know, like I've been furloughed, so I started doing Instacart because it's just so in demand right now. Mm -hmm. So very good point. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yep. And then Julie, um, Julie mentioned something that got me thinking. Um, what about all of those assistants that are working for a practice that that is really not the best fit for them at this time? You know, I think with the whole coronavirus thing, we really had some time to, you know, start thinking like, what can I do differently? Where can I start looking for a different, um, you know, forever practice, essentially? Um, where can these um, assistants get started? What kind of advice do we have for them? Like, where do you start looking for a new practice? I would say, you know, get on your local, like, you know, we use mm -hmm. Dental PostNet. Um, they're a great uh, resume. They have a ton of mm -hmm. skills on there and stuff like that. Or, you know, sure. or your local Craigslist, I mean, or just word of mouth. Reach out to your friends that are dental assistants and say, hey, I'm looking to change offices. If you get offices that are hiring, let me know, you know. Um, but get yourself a resume together and, you know, showcase your skills and that showcases you, you know, don't mm -hmm. cut and paste with someone else. Um, but just get out there and put yourself out there and yeah. just kind of look at things that you want in a career in a, in a, in a dental, like you said, forever home, forever, right. whatever, you yeah. know, what do you call the hours or pay or the procedures? I mean, I'm not going to take a job that I work Monday through Friday mm -hmm. and endo office because I'm not a big fan of endo and I don't want to work Fridays. So okay. I wouldn't take the job. <laughs> Even if they paid me $30 an hour, I'm not going there. I'm not working right. Friday. You know, so you have to really find what's going to, because this job is so flexible. This career is mm -hmm. so flexible, you know, and there's so many practices. And, you know, maybe you could get a group with four of your friends that say, oh, I don't want to work two days. I don't want to work two days and find a practice. Say, hey, she's going to work two. I'm going to work two. And he's going to work two. Yeah. But possibilities are endless. Exactly. Exactly. And what about those assistants who work at multiple practices? You know, I had um, I had an assistant that worked with me um, in the past and she's worked, you know, for two days for one office and then three days she was with us. Um, I think that's an excellent idea, too. You know? And I feel like um, whoever's getting started out within the dental assisting field, it gets them um, to kind of like understand what they like better. So if they're working for an endo office and the other one's pediatric or multi-specialty or oral surgery, I think. It's a great way to get started. So if you have um, younger dental assistants watching our webinar right now, I think um, that's a great thing too. So maybe just starting part-time here, part-time there, it'll get you more of like a feel um, what works better for you. John, do you have anything to add on to here as far as looking for a new job as a dental assistant post-COVID-19? Well, you know, 
Jules talking about the local groups, you know, local Facebook. Yeah. Groups. We, we have one here in Pittsburgh. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a great resource because everybody's in there, dentist, hygienist. But I, I feel like, I feel like mm-hmm. I can float a little bit because I've said that den- dental assistants are going to have their pick of the litter. And in the matter of the last two, three days, that's exactly what I'm seeing. Assistants are not going back to their previous office. Now, Mm -hmm. that's where I think you got to be cautious because they're they're not going back for a reason. So that's Mm -hmm. why a lot of these jobs are opening up. So you have to be thorough with your questioning. Don't be shy Mm -hmm. because you're trying to pick a new office. If you're trying to leave your office Mm -hmm. for one reason, chances are that maybe this position's opening up for the same reasons. So... Don't think it's one of these grass is always greener situations, but you know, mm-hmm. some assistants they feel disrespected and it might not necessarily be disrespect. It's just their version of right. disrespect. Because, you know, we read it all the time. Like assistants are collecting unemployment and the dentists want to get back to work, right? I, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, Rona Jules and I, this is something we talk about and something mm-hmm. we try and guide assistants on. You're making more money on employment. So your dentist wants you to come back to work. Well, if your only reason for you don't want to come back to work is you're making more money on unemployment, that's not the best of reasons. You know, uh-huh. if, you, if you have childcare issues, if your dentist isn't providing proper PPE, those are legitimate reasons. But if your dentist has gone out of their way to, you know, purchase that equipment um, and you have childcare resolved, it, it's time to get back to work. You know, it's you can't hold it. Everybody's complaining about hygienists holding an office hostage. The assistants can't be the same way. You know, it's yeah. I'm I'm not one of these people that was laid off and collected mm-hmm. unemployment. My mm-hmm. pay has stayed the same whole, the whole time. And, you know, I'm not like resentful against an assistant that was able to make a little more money this extra time. But whenever I see and unfortunately these posts if you're messaging your dentist and you're kind of coming off as that, these dentists are sharing those in other groups, you know, about, oh, look at my assistant now, you know, being a pain. And and that's what's going on. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a great time to be an assistant because you are going to have a lot of options. You just have to be thorough, do your research and mm-hmm. pick an office that, that sounds right for you. And hopefully it works out. Very good idea. Do we have any questions for John, uh, for Julie and Rhonda? If anybody has questions, just jump in the chat. Um, we'll be happy to answer them. Um, Rhonda, is there anything that comes to mind when you think about um, finding a, a position for a dental assistant after COVID quarantine is over? So, uh, you know, Jules already hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. I suggest that you have your photo on your resume and you make it mm-hmm. super clean and That's you highlight the stuff you know you're good at. You know, Good you don't point. want to put down there that I'm an expert in temporary fabrication. And then you're on yeah. your working interview and they're like, here's uh, number 30. You're like, uh, because you probably copy and pasted it from somebody else's resume. Uh, sure. I, I, I think it's, I think it's important mm-hmm. though. If you are interviewing for a position, mm-hmm. it goes both ways. You have to hear what that dentist wants out of their assistant. And you need to tell that dentist what you want out of your career in their business. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think what happens yep. is a lot of assistants might be hungry to get that job. Yeah. And we'll just be like mm-hmm. the yes man. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And they're like, <laughs> are you okay with this? Are you okay with that? And you're like, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a week or two goes by and you're like, why didn't I 
say this was my clear defined expectation. You know, if they're going to pay me under what I'm asking, why didn't I set it in stone that I'm going to get a evaluation in four weeks to go to the pay that I wanted once they see that I'm worth it? Um, mm -hmm. A lot of assistants just assume that if they take a yeah. pay cut to take a position, yeah. that their hard work and ethic will equal, you know, the dentist seeing the value in them and then automatically give them more money. And, and you just can't be naive about it. You, you have to set everything out very clearly and defined when you go get that new job. Yeah, that, wow, that's a great point. Um, I like the fact that you mentioned the photo on the resume and just highlighting, you know, like the biggest mm -hmm. skills. That's, that's a great point. I think um, most assistants, you know, like when we're looking for jobs, I don't really know. Like when, when we had people applying in our office, most did not. You know what? Not even one had their photo on their resume. Everybody just had, you know, like their skills, whatever, whatever they've worked before, uh, past experiences. So that's a great point. I'm going to make sure we include that uh, for our notes after the webinar. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about today was um, how to find your side hustle. Like how do assistants find that, you know, this is the right thing for them. So Rhonda mentioned toothbrushes. We talked about, you know, whitening strips and then, um, you know, crafts. How, do, how does somebody get started? Like, how do you get started? I think it's, just, it's, more, it's more of a hobby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I started, you know, teaching as a hobby. I started, you know, reaching out and it turned into a job and then you know i like to craft as a hobby so then i kind of turned that into an Etsy shop so i mean it just you turn your passion into a hobby and then you can say oh well i can make some money at this so there's lots of dental assistants that are very crafty and artsy and or they like to uh, walk dogs so they have a dog walking service on yeah. the side or they make bandanas for dogs or they do pet grooming, or they might do nails. A lot of dental assistants have gone from cosmetology to dental assisting, so they might still keep their mm -hmm. fingers wet. And so it's just finding what you like to do because it it is a side hustle, so it should probably be something you enjoy. Yeah, of course. So that was my evolution. So we were at the fair in the in what, year 2010, mm -hmm. and there was this booth, and they were selling glitter tattoos, and I'd never seen that. I was like, wow. And so you sit down, they let you pick out a stencil, they put this body glue on you and what are glitter color you wanted. And the thing would last for a week. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. So I go online, I buy my home kit, right? Mm -hmm. And I start putting them all over me and my kid. And the next thing you know, I'm like, well, everybody loves this. And so I started eventually like getting mm -hmm. more products and more products. And then I ended up doing a glitter mm -hmm. tattoo booth of my own. And then I thought, well, it's really cold where I live a lot of the time. So nobody's going to have their skin exposed, but I can see their face. So then I started learning how to face paint. And then my business turned into a face painting business. And oh, it's the same awesome. thing Jules is talking about. It's something I like to do. I got yeah. better at it. And then I figured out how to make money off of it. <laughs> That's we amazing. We have one assistant in, our, in the group there that she makes beautiful cookies. Like these cookies are awesome. Like they're like a piece of artwork. Mm. And I've had them shipped to an office in Maryland because she's only in Maryland. So she can only do, I think, in Maryland. And they were, she did a little picture of their dog and it was for their, it was so cute. And it was, she's got really good talent, but she's putting to use because she's booked up for cookies. So... <laughs> Wow. So just like you mentioned, it goes from passion to yes. hobby and then to side hustle. That's it. So those three points, I'm going to make sure I include in my notes. I love that. So passion to hobby to side hustle. John, and how about you? Um, what advice do you have for, uh, for dental assistants who are interested in finding their side hustle? 
Um, anything they can do to get started? Uh, well, I think you need to look at what a what you want to do, and if mm -hmm. you're looking at a company, what does that company do? So, if you think mm -hmm. you're going to sign up to be a fitness coach, you might want to make sure you like working out, right? Because <laughs> you know that, that's probably that's probably number one. You know, you, you can't sit on the couch and eat bonbons and be a fitness yeah. coach. What the heck? Yeah. So, so that that's probably my first one is is make sure it's something you even can see yourself doing a couple of years down the road, um, you know, because you don't want to two or three years get into it and be like, you know what, I hated this from the get go, and that, and now you're essentially rebuilding, right? You're starting over. So, uh, make sure it's something that you you at least like or something you at least want to learn about. Like maybe you don't know anything about it, but it's something that that interests you. So, uh, so I got into running and into fitness coaching, and then for uh -huh. me they would always hold these training seminars and they would hold these calls. And that's how I was able to learn about social media and also about all these different mm -hmm. platforms and, and diagrams. And then that was able to help whenever this health movement came along and people started selling toothpaste and toothbrushes. And I was like, wow, this perfectly aligns with my knowledge and my passion. So that's how whenever they they contacted us and said, hey, would you be interested in promoting this? I was like, absolutely, because I felt like I had enough skill set at that point to post on social media. And obviously what I do day to day, convert that to talk to patients uh, and customers, uh, whether it was messaging or face to face. So absolutely, at least at least like what you're going to do. Yeah. Wow. And Thank you so much for sharing. Be a trailblazer, guys. Don't wait for something to fall in your lap. You know, mm -hmm. the common theme between John and Julie and I is we're mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. Yes. We don't look like your typical typical entrepreneur. Like a dentist, that's an entrepreneur, right? They go out oh, and they start a, a private practice. That's an, they're right. a dentist, right. they're an entrepreneur. Yep. You need to find whatever, it's, it's not about, if you fall back on, I don't know how, then you're not mm -hmm. an entrepreneur and you're not going to make it. But if you have the drive, you have the passion, and you never tell yourself, I don't know how, you the sky is literally your limit, guys. You can do anything you want. Yeah, and don't be afraid <laughs> to take that leap because no. I work yeah. with girls. I work with girls every day. I hear them talk mm -hmm. about ideas, talk about ideas. Two, three years now. And I honestly think it's a great idea, but I have zero interest in trying to get into what they're talking about. But, right. you know, they just... They, they love pets and they talk about pet products and pet ideas. And I, I tell them, I said, just do it, just do it. But they're in a safe dental job. You know, mm -hmm. you know, we work in a, a, at a VA. So they're just like mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm safe. I'm a federal employee. So for them to take the jump, it, it's probably never going to happen, even though I've been listening to it for two or three years. But you got to take some risk. You know, if you... If you want to change, you have to make changes, right? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because nobody's going to do it for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and I've listened to it for so much now that I as soon as they start talking about it, I just essentially walk away. Like I feel like I've yeah. said it so many times mm -hmm. and you know, wasted so much of my time and encouragement that now they're essentially just saying mm -hmm. it for attention. So they just, right. you just got to pull the trigger. Yeah. Very true. 
And I really like the point that Rhonda mentioned about the drive and the passion. I think a lot of dental assistants are curious, you know, like where can they get started with side hustles? But you just got to have that drive, you guys. Like you just got to want to do it. And like, I say starts, and starts with things that you like to do. Yeah. Very true. You know, like whether it's painting, crafting, you know, uh, grocery shopping for the elderly. I mean, there's tons of stuff that you can do on the side. You just have to enjoy doing it because why make more work for yourself if you're not going to enjoy it? I mean, if you already don't enjoy your first job, why would you want to not enjoy your second job? Yeah, that's a great point. But Julie, I agree. Like if somebody doesn't like dental assistant, don't do it. You know, go do right. something but else. I mean, if you say it and you're making great money, great, but yeah. don't go get a side hustle that you're not going to enjoy doing. Make sure no. it's something you enjoy. Exactly. And if it's something that you do on a Saturday, you got to wake up in the morning and tell yourself, hey, this is what I'm going to do because I love it. And even though it's a Saturday, it's my thing. I love it. I miss going to my studio on Saturdays and working all day and painting and crafting. and yes. mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's how you get started. John, um, you know, this is the part where John jumps in and talks about the train really quick before you segue into something else. <laughs> Tell yeah. these guys, I mean, they're already on a webinar about side hustles. So they're this much closer to getting <laughs> S done, right? Yeah. So, you know, anytime someone, maybe they'll, they'll do something for a couple of weeks and they're like, you know what? This isn't for me. This isn't right. working. I'm working so hard. That's typically like what I'll hear. Mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of the, the uh, entrepreneurs that I listen to and read about, they, mm -hmm. they like to say a lot of times it, it's like a train, like, a, you know, that steam locomotive. You, you've seen it take off. It, it, it takes a good bit to get the wheels turning. But once that thing gets going, that momentum goes, it's very hard to stop if something's on its tracks. Mm -hmm. And that's what when you do these side hustles and these businesses, that's what mm -hmm. happens. Like you have to get into the habit of posting and contacting people and you know, wanting to learn more and feed your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm constantly reading new material, um, looking up podcasts, you know, watching webinars, whatever it is, whatever can help. You know, we live in a, in a great time because we have access to all this information and a lot of it's free. It's, mm -hmm. it's free. So take advantage of it. Um, I actually rarely even listen to music in the car anymore yeah. i listen yeah i'm feeding my i have an hour and a half drive to work every day and i'm just feeding wow. my brain so that that's what you have to do like do i want to listen to music yeah but do i also want to you know do better things mm -hmm. obviously more than i want to rock out in the car right so <laughs> Every once in a while, I treat yeah. myself, but yeah. know, for the most part, you know, my brain gets, your brain eventually gets hungry is what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It gets hungry. Like it's great. You know, it's great listening to, you know, don't stop believing for the, you know, thousandth time, but sure. you know, eventually your brain's like, Hey, give me more, give me more. So that's what you got to plateau too. Right, John. I mean, like you literally. You'll mm -hmm. learn everything you've wanted to learn, and then you've got to keep going. If you plateau right. out, you're never going to achieve that entrepreneurial benefit of making that real extra money. Right. Exactly. You can't. Yeah. You've got to break through that plateau for sure. Yeah. Got to kick that door in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. I'm taking some notes for our users here that I'll um, add at the end. 
Um, I had a thought. Um, can everyone share what have you done um, during quarantine to grow your side hustle? What haven't we done, Jules? Money and marketing. Um, okay. to my Facebook posts, but it's okay. working. So, um, sold a lot of candles. I've sold so many mm-hmm. candles that. I don't have any wax to make candles. So now I have to buy. I ordered wax, but since, you know, everything is on slow go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ordered, it should be here Tuesday and enough time to make and ship out. But um, yeah, I made that mistake, not mistake, but of boosting a post. And yeah, so the candles I had are gone <laughs> and I have to over and I ordered, or I, I had over order. So um, needless mm-hmm. to say, which is a good thing. Um, but just marketing it, you know, have these guys do a side hustle Thursday so other assistants can share their side hustles or side things so that people can like their pages and, and grow that network, which is great because it's so hard. There's There are groups that people just sell, 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 sell. Every post is a selling, selling or me, me, me. And yeah. we don't want to be like that. We want to kind of sprinkle, sprinkle, mm-hmm. you know, sprinkle the, the goods throughout. And we kind of limit to that. Um, what do you call it? I don't want to say prostituting yourself. Pimping yourself out. (laughs) But you just kind of, you know, sprinkle it here and there. And, you know, we don't, you know, to see, you know, all that type of stuff. But, you know, we're and I've got a ton of emails about buy this, buy that. And this will be a blue light thingy for this. And get your face shield. And I'm like, man, my email box is just. You know, I'm not working, dude. I can't. (laughs) We don't need no face shields right now. (laughs) That's a great point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Understanding the market and the current climate. Mm -hmm. And these are all things that you can learn, like John said, between podcasts and reading books. You understand how to um, navigate all of it. Is Teresa back? Yes. I just added her. Hey. Hey. Thank you for joining us. Sure thing. Awesome. Yep. We can hear you. We can see you. Um, Theresa, just to kind of go over what we're talking about, um, everyone's uh, sharing what they have done uh, during quarantine uh, to help grow their side hustle. So if you have anything to add, jump in and let us know. Um, I've pretty much probably been doing the same thing as John because I do the dentista. And then I also do another side hustle with healthy living things. So I Mm kind of do both. So. Very nice. And you marketed for the practice. Tell her a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. 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 We're talking about I forgot. Like I you marketed that, for the practice. You work for um, two different practices. And I don't just do social, I don't just do social media marketing. Can, mm-hmm. can you hear me? Okay. Yes. I don't just do social media marketing. I actually mm-hmm. I work for a specialty office. So I'm able to go out to the, the GDs that refer to us and, and, you know, do the gifts, of course, of that nature. But we try mm-hmm. to be different because everybody gets candy. Everybody gets cookies. You know, yeah. um, one of our big things that we've done is uh, we we rented an ice cream truck <laughs> and we took it around, <laughs> we took the ice cream truck around to all the GDs and, you know, just said, come out, pick out what you want and, you know, go back mm-hmm. in. So and move on. on. <laughs> huge hit because nobody in our area had ever done anything like that. I mean, sure. we were busy for months and months and it was in the summertime, which was great because Right. You know, even though the kids are out of school for coming in for your propies, we, we still slow down a little bit. So mm-hmm. that was a really great idea. 
And then one thing that we're doing now for since the COVID's happening is my my uh, dentist was able to get a hold of like 250 of the face shields and then about 50 of some uh, N95. So we're going to make a basket and go around to the GDs and just give them, you know, hey, here's a welcome back little, you know, gift. Wow. That's so awesome. Um, Theresa, thank you so much for sharing. I'm taking some notes here for our users, for all of the assistants that, you know, that are looking to um, find uh, ideas for their side hustles and just getting back to uh, to work after uh, quarantine and after COVID. Um, something that I discussed earlier this morning with Julie uh, was the checklist. The checklist for dental assistant uh, side hustles. Julie, can you please share with us um, what oh, that's so I don't have a checklist for side hustles. Our checklist was for how to reopen your office. Okay, that that's actually very very useful. Perfect. Um, we can talk about I that. I, I can make a checklist for a side hustle. I don't know what it would entail, but I, I just say wing it. Get out, get yourself. Get yourself a free website. Start an Instagram. Sure. Instagram is where it's at. If you need to start a side hustle, start it on Instagram. Instagram. Mm -hmm. it to, to Facebook because all the younger millennium people, now they're on TikTok. We should not be on TikTok. I guess I'm old for TikTok. <laughs> Rhonda's on TikTok. <laughs> I'm killing it. I have 200 followers. A lot of the younger generation wow. that might buy have the Instagram. But no, we did a... A checklist of like certain things as a dental assistant you should open, but I can email this and you can email it to your, your yeah. yeah. So. Can you please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, can we briefly talk about that right now? Actually, I think it'll be super beneficial for all the assistants watching, um, watching the webinar right now. Um, I know a lot of people are going back to work on Monday. A lot of our yeah. uh, have been calling me and just telling me, Hey, like we're opening on Monday. Where can I get my people in the last minute? So Let's just briefly talk about um, what ideas and what suggestions we have for them as far as the checklist. For me, it's a whole communication of the new okay. protocol that you're going to put in your office. What, who's responsible for what role? What is the follow through for patients? You know, are we screening patients right? The PPE thing, you know, do we have the proper PPE to see patients? Um, are we following the guidelines? You know, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. you know, have we maintenance their autoclave if they've been sitting a while, flushed our water lines? So things that, you know, kind of, you you took a week off from, from work. What do you do when you reopen? You know, you, these are things you all need to do. So, yeah. and uh, just following proper protocols because whether, what no matter what you're in, you have some type of protocols and you should be following them. And the CDC came out in guidelines, and that is, you know, the law. So mm -hmm. follow those. So yeah, everybody's got to stay on top of that. Absolutely. Um, anything that you guys have done um, specific to your practice prior to reopening, John, Rhonda, can you jump in, share with us? Theresa, I don't, we can't see you. Can you hear us? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, so um, share with us what you guys have done within your practice uh, before reopening. How are you getting ready? Uh, I'll go first. Um, so okay. we had a team meeting on Monday uh -huh. where we kind of went through, you know, patient selection, how the process goes, you know, okay. how how we're going to prevent any an unnecessary interaction. So, I mean, on the webinar with Jules this morning, we talked about leaving the doors open except for the exterior doors so you don't have people touching doorknobs. Mm -hmm. We put up two planes of plexiglass at the front desk to actually divide from the reception room. 
and um, at our checkout counter. So there's a little cutout where they can pass through if needed their debit cards or whatever check. Um, right. We've we've allocated which operatories will be scheduled at what time. So there's a chair in between. We've got two air filters that are circulating throughout the office. Uh, we got two portable um, suction units. So they're, they're going to go kind of like right here on the patient uh, okay. just to help catch some of the aerosols. We went through and got everything off the counters. We put in automatic water um, sinks. So before we had this, the handle, but now we, we put in yeah. automated sinks. And wow. it was all interesting. It was like a group effort. So. We yeah. can buy all this stuff online and we can only buy like a certain amount a piece, right? It's just like the PPE. So all of us, like in, in myself included, that have a credit card for the practice, we all yeah. went online and we bought like automatic soap dispensers, automatic paper towel dispensers, like anything we can automate, we did. And so we just, we all ordered however much they'd let us. And yeah. um, so we put that in the play in the practice and went over PPE. We got our mask donated. Actually, it was really cool. Like the local dental society yeah. got, I think they gave us like five. They're like a silicone mask, but they're better fitted. They're not an N95, but they do have a, a level three filter you put in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think just having those systems in place and, and just making sure that when we go to full steam ahead next week, uh, we have as little hiccups as possible. I think you guys are ready. You're ready to open today. With everything that you mentioned, it's, uh, what a great idea to go through and just make everything automated. And it makes me think, like, you know, in our practice that I've worked for before, none of that was automated, you know? And, like, we right. never thought about this until COVID did. So this is incredible. What a, what a great time to make these changes uh, right now. Um, John, what about in your office? How are you guys getting ready to reopen? Uh, well, I don't have much to add because uh, being a federal employee at VA, we've been open this whole time. Um, right. But they've only kept a couple of systems back as far as handling emergencies. Mm -hmm. and six weeks ago, I was one of the ones detailed out to handle screening uh, mm -hmm. for people coming into the hospital. So I've been yeah. out of the dental clinic for six weeks now. So okay. as far as protocols and procedures that, that our clinic is talking about, mm -hmm. they don't know when because federally they'll wait until everything's done before they'll open up the va hospitals again for dental so we'll probably wait it out wait it out and then once everything else we see how others are handling it mm -hmm. we'll jump in it again and then i'm sure they'll bring us back and, and catch us up on it i do casually talk to some of the assistants if i see them in the hallway mm -hmm. um you know and they'll, they'll tell us like what's going on in the clinic but uh, you know, for the most part, they're only supposed to be doing emergencies. We do have one negative pressure room, but they since whenever Pennsylvania did Pennsylvania two or three weeks, they said that was mandatory, mm -hmm. but they did away with it. And once they did away with it, they actually shut the room off. So now there's all the rooms are playing field and they're seeing emergencies as did. Wow, yeah, that's, it's a little bit different than, you know, how things are going for other practices, but um, it's so interesting to hear um, what you guys have done so far. Um, Theresa, do you have anything to add? Um, I work at a specialty, so we've been open the whole sure. time, but we've pretty much done everything that Rhonda had mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that we did differently is we contacted our state uh, health department 
Okay. They actually are donating us a lot of PPE because obviously this, you know, like each state's different. And, you know, with our governor here in Maryland, all of the uh-huh. PPE went to the hospitals and that thing. Yeah. Nothing, nothing went to the little practices or the dental offices. And um, so we contacted our state health department and they were like, of course, we have, we would love to, uh, you know, donate to your practice. So they did. So each state is different, but if I was assistant in another state, I would definitely try their health department and see if they have anything that they can get donated to them as well. That's a great idea. I haven't thought about that. Um, I'll put this in, uh, in the notes for our users, too, that uh, you guys con- uh, contacted the state health department for um, the PPEs. What a great thought. Um, do we have any anything else we can share with our users in terms of side hustles? Um, anything, any other ideas you guys have seen with your dental assistant friends? Um, like I know in the last webinar uh, we had Rhonda and Julie. Um, I messaged Tiger and I had one of my friends. Um, she joined VIP Kid. It's uh, it's just a learning platform for children, and she, you have to just go through some sort of certification program. You can tutor them, like uh, teach them English. It's like an international kind of thing, or like math language arts and all that stuff. So any other ideas for a dental assistant aside from that? Well, with our with our side hustle thread, that's what's great is everybody lists what they're doing. And then yep. we have a lot of assistants that will say, hey, that sounds interesting. Can you send me more information? Mm-hmm. So right. for me, I, I that's why I like it. It's all in one place. People can ask questions. And from there, they can kind of pick and choose. Know people are up front as far as is there is there a cost to join? Is it free to join? Is there monthly yes. membership fees? So those are things that everyone likes to factor in whenever they're making a decision, like you know what they want to do for a side hustle. Uh, if it's a mm-hmm. business route, if it's looking right. at uh, getting into arts and crafts, okay, what's it going to cost to buy these supplies? Mm-hmm. Where can I get them from? You know, um, you know, and then if obviously if it's something that you want to get into and you don't see then that's where Rhonda talked earlier about you know just take the initiative and see what you can put together yeah start your own thing very good point yeah I mean, yeah right now, right now i see pizza shops selling build it build it your own kits to take home with your your family so mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't be surprised if jules is working on a build your own birdhouse kit you know, <laughs> we do we have birdhouses and we have trays you can make, and you can make a bag, and we have all our DIY kits right on our website, and you can pick them out, and, and you can go home and build them. See, nice. you know what? Who knows when these kids are going back to school? So, you know, when I was right. in school, ours are not going back. They just yeah. said today. Well, no, I mean as far as next year, like ours was canceled. Yeah, this year, in the fall. But even next year, and when uh, <laughs> when when I was in school, we had wood shops. So you know, this is a perfect time for Jules to uh, mm-hmm. you know wheel out the uh, all the wood goods for the kids to put together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and what about summer camp? Like I found out that summer camp is canceled for a lot of the kids. So yeah. and I gotta I gotta put together some Mother's Day gifts here. So I'll be I'll be yeah. fine tonight. I'm, I'm about ready to break out the. Uh, I got Mother's some great Mother's Day, Day gifts on my website. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, so got go. with like soap and wine glasses and cookies and towels and on our website. Oh. Julie, send us the link. 
Yeah, send us the link. We'll share with our users. If someone is interested, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. That's a great idea. John, the necklace, the tooth necklace for Donald. John had this idea. He was like, one day, he's like, I want to, I want to have our own necklaces. I'm like, okay. So he found a will in a way to literally locate some dude who would make us custom necklaces that have our worldwide logo on the back. That's so cool. Oh wow. So not only you have have tooth pride on the front and then group pride on the back. Wow. And they're very expensive either. Like, but it's it's you know, you just have to be brave enough to try. Wow. I think all of our um, viewers today learned so much information. I'm so grateful that we had Rhonda, Julie, and John join us and Theresa Johnson in the end. Theresa, thank you for being brave. You know, in the past, we've asked people to join us, and they're like, nah, it's okay. I'll stay in the chat. So thank you. It's thank all you right. I'm, I'm part of the, the dental assistant worldwide group, so it's all good. I'm, I'm partners with John and Rhonda. Perfect. So you're used and to this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, you guys are the original. I'm just a sidekick. I got all my sisters with me. And brother. <laughs> I love your energy. Poor John. Awesome. Poor John. I know. Always left out. John's having a lot of fun over there. Yeah. Um, before we say uh, goodbye to our viewers for today, um, do we have anything else to add on um, just before everybody goes back to work and, you know, with the side hustle ideas we've discussed? Anything else you guys would like to add? I would like to add a disclaimer. When you get that fire lit under your butt and all you can think about is your side hustle, don't forget that when you're at your dental practice, that's not your side hustle. You're working for your boss. <laughs> I've seen too many little entrepreneurs make that mistake of trying to sell their side hustle in someone else's business. So just make yeah. sure you guys know where to draw that line. If your mm -hmm. dentist is okay, especially if it is something that relates to the body, you need to have that discussion. Hey, doc, um, is it okay that if a patient asks me this, I can recommend this or have them look into that or give them my card or yeah. whatever? Because you can't hijack another business's time with their customer for right. your business. So just be prepared to make sure you have that clear line in the sand. Mm -hmm. That's an excellent point. Yes, Rhonda, thank you so much for adding that on. Um, Julie, John, and Theresa, is there anything else? Yeah. So, well, for us, I think that now's a great time to join a great group and, you know, feed that brain, right? So yes. that, that's what I love about our, our DA Worldwide group is, mm -hmm. you know, first of all, you have this, this leadership that comes together. Uh, our admin mm -hmm. team, we work excellent together and we're constantly coming up with new ideas to, to help our members. We've been doing weekly Zoom calls and, you know, for the most part, that gives people an outlet with what's going on. But right. it, it also... It, it leads us to a certain type of assistant in our group because yeah. we're not really a, yeah. a rant and complain and, and woe is me group. We're a, hey, get out there, get better group. And if you find yourself reaching on to a constant bitch fest group, then, you know, that's going to that's gonna drag you down. So you need that positive yeah. surrounding you. And, you know, if you're not in that type of group, then I would suggest that, if that is the type of goal you want, then you need to get in those groups and out of those negative groups. Yeah, yep. that's a great point. 
Very good point. Julie, anything from you before we say bye? No, just, just you know what? Just do you, be you, and be mm -hmm. who you are. And, you know, make sure you always uphold your ethics and your morals and and stand up for what you believe in. Be a little outspoken. Um, and just because you're not going to get anywhere if you don't, you just can't let people mow you over. You know, and especially if things are not the way they should be, you, you need to stand up for yourself and, and for your profession. Unfortunately, you know, just, you know, you play an important role in the practice and it's important yeah. that you stand your ground and let them know that, you know, you're not going to be pushed around about it. So it's, you know, it's a sad thing to say, but there's a lot of us out there that have had that happen. So. Yeah, very true. All of us assistants know what that's like. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Can't sugarcoat it. Just fix no. it. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you so much to all of you for being here today. We had an excellent discussion. I think all of our viewers learned a lot of, a lot uh, about Rhonda, Julie, Theresa, and John and your side hustles and just how to get started, how to get back to work. So I think we have a lot on our to-do list right now. So for sure. I'm really excited about all of this. Um, thank you once again. And hopefully we can thank do you. one of these again. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Right. Thanks, Thanks Ariana. Thanks, Tiger. Bye. 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 Bye.